And so the battle has begun again. Both the teams and the crowd are all teed up for this thrilling struggle. The only way that we're going to win the Stanley Cup is if we play as a unit. The nervous energy in this building could power a 747. It was a war. I, Ted Lindsay, I hated every guy I played against. That hockey team never stopped until the last bell went. The thrills, the intensity. This can be a long, long series. We worked so hard and fought so long to get here. The pressure, you think you can't handle it, and then all of a sudden you thrive on it. It just comes down to the will to win. There's a lot of sleepless nights because you're thinking about it. I think we were scared as hell, Dick. while playing on a broken leg. Tonight is the hour of decision. Now one other thing I'd like to tell you. You've seen the papers, you've been reading them. Well, there's only one way to prove they can't put you around. That's go out there and knock hell out of them. All right, gang, come on. Come on. That means overtime. Sudden death. Soups on Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Campbell, and it's been a while. It's been a while. I tried to knock one of these out on March 2nd, apparently. Do not remember that. I'm knocking one of these out today. 
It is Saturday morning, May the 15th, and the playoffs are here. So I says to myself, I says, Soupy, Soups, Soupathin, Soupathin is what I prefer. Soupathin, you need to do a podcast today. And because I talk to myself often, I say, but why? And I says, Supathan, because the masses need to know what you feel about the National Hockey League playoff season. More accurately known as the Stanley Cup playoffs. And so I says to myself, hmm. Okay, I got about 20 minutes. I can do that. And we all know I am not going to knock this out in a mere 20 minutes. That's not how I do things. Watch, this will be the one time I do. Um, before I get going, let me say that uh, I got some stuff on my mind. Some, Like I said, a lot of shit's happened in my life in the last few months. It's not going to be addressed on this show. <laughs> I don't have time. Um... And I don't want to do it when I do it. I don't want to do it for sympathetic reasons. It's therapeutic reasons. Just, uh, you know, when I'm recording these, I'm talking to myself. Aren't you? Yes, I am. (laughs) Get it? Going insane. Yeah, it's just not going to happen today. But I I probably will get into it. Um, And I feel like when you do these types of shows when you do this type of entertainment um your audience is big or small as it may be in my case there's four of you i'm just kidding every time i make that joke people think that i actually only have four listeners <laughs> it's just that's crazy i have 17 not to brag not to brag I will get into it when I have more time. But today it's about the playoffs. So let's see if I can rattle this off quickly. Because I need to record this. I need to edit whatever I need to edit. It probably will be edited. Well, it won't be edited. But it will probably be not as produced as the more recent podcasts that I have done have been. As they ended up taking like... One, two extra hours just to edit them up by the end. Uh, let's just say my podcasts. Well, I mean, I, I got a new job since uh, my last podcast. I'm selling whips, as the kids would say. Selling whips. I'm a sales consultant at Denim Chrysler Jeep in Lloydminster. Please come down and see me for all of your vehicle needs. I would be more than happy to assist you. I don't mean to brag, but I've got two sales under my belt. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And don't take it from me on how good I am. Take it from them. I heartily endorse this event or product. See? See? There you go. That's all you need to know. Their word, like I don't need to say anything. Just listen to what they said. I heartily endorse this event or 
endorse this event or product. See? It's perfect. I'm amazing. That's pretty much how they said it. Is I is Tyler Campbell is amazing. Look, listen again. I heartily endorse this event or product. See? Told you. So come on down to Denim. Let me hook you up. It you know, maybe you've got a family and you need something that suits your family. Great, great deals. Get you into a Grand Cherokee. Get you into just a regular Jeep Cherokee. Trailhawk, Sport, North, whatever have whatever have you. Whatever have been. That doesn't make sense. Of course, most of my listeners are male. Let's get you in to a Ram 1500. Maybe a Ram 1500 Classic. Maybe you need to pull some stuff. Maybe you got a fifth wheel, just a regular trailer. Whatever. You're hauling a lot of stuff. Let's get you into a heavy duty. A 2500. A 3500. Let's talk about the trim level that is best for you. Do you want luxury? Let's get you into a limited. Of course, we've got a lot of stuff on the used lot right now. I don't even want to say what's on the used lot right now because it's Saturday. And by the time I'm back at work on Tuesday, that lot will have changed dramatically. Trust me, it's crazy right now. Come on down, see me, I'll get you in a new ride. But that's not why we're here today. I am pumped about the new job and it's going well. But the podcast is about the playoffs. And the playoffs are here. Oh, I should point out too. Podcast probably going to be a lot more PG. Well, PG-13-ish in terms of language. So, you know... A certain phrase that refers to someone with the initials of JC, I probably now won't use that. Instead, I'll use something along the lines of cheese and rice. And cheese and rice, are these playoffs going to be good? Woo! There's going to be a lot of fudge. In these podcasts from now on. I'm just kidding. I'll probably still swear and just bleep it out. But I don't have time to do that today for fudge sakes. I gotta keep it clean. Because I gotta make sure that I do this quickly. Gots to make sure. I gots to go. Gots to go. I just moved into a new house. Another big change in my life. Got stuff to do. Got a lot of shot going on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Boston, Washington. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fudge and go, boys. Let's fudge and go. Woo! Boston, Washington. Great series. Starts tonight. I got the Bruins in seven. Mainly because of goaltending. I'm a big Ilya Samsonov fan. But so far this season... Hasn't looked like he's been, I mean, he's not even necessarily, like, you know, he's been sharing the crease with Vanacek. So, like, it's simple. It's going to be a fantastic series. Since the Bruins got Taylor Hall, I, I I just feel like they're on another level. And the clock's ticking there. 
Clock's ticking in Washington, too, but the clock's ticking in Boston, which that's what's going to make this a phenomenal series. The Caps could be desperate. The Bruins could be desperate. Both these teams have won. Both these teams were the Eastern Conference final rep- or the Eastern Conference representatives in 2018 and 2019, respectively. There is going to be a desperation with this series. For those of you old enough to remember or those of you who have heard the stories, Edmonton, Calgary, 1991, Smite Division semifinal, one of the greatest series in league history. Why was it one of the greatest? Well, you had, obviously, it was the Battle of Alberta at its peak, for sure. But you also had two teams that had won, and the time was running out on both. Now, the time was running out on both because of financial reasons, not because of the talent being done. Obviously, most of that Oilers team went on to win the Cup again in 1994. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of that Flames club went to the conference, Game 7 of the Conference Finals in 1993. Mike Vernon, obviously, won a Conn Smythe in Detroit in 97, on and on and on. That's this series. It won't be that. It, I'm not saying it will be that series, but... That's that. Those are the elements that are in this series. Going to be great. There's not a natural rivalry with Boston and Washington. You know they've played each other a lot over the years. These two groups, these two cores. But you you throw in the mix Zdeno Chara, being a former Bruin, being a Bruins legend, not just a former Bruin. And yeah, all the elements are there. Pittsburgh and the Islanders. I think this is going to be my only upset special. I'm not sure yet. I've got the Islanders taking this one in six. Maybe I'm all alone in this. I do not buy what the Penguins have done. Sorry, I don't. And I'm pulling for the Penguins. seems like I preference this all the time. I always get down on teams I like. If I I was pulling for a team in this series, I guess I will be. I'm pulling for the Penguins, 100%. I'm not an Islanders fan at all. But, but, I'm not an Islanders fan because they're kind of boring to watch. There's not much exciting outside of Matt Barzell, right? Two years ago, I was all about Pittsburgh having their way with a shitty Islanders club. Oh, there's that word, shoddy. Shoddy Islanders club. We'll see if I actually bleep that. They were a shoddy club, I thought. And the Islanders swept them. And it wasn't just a sweep. It was a sweep that felt like the Pens were never even in the series. We wrote off the Islanders that year. We wrote off the Islanders last year. I mean, I did, but I'm not the only one. We're writing off the Islanders again this year. Don't do it. This Pens team, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy it. I don't. I know their former champion in this again. This could be one of their last kicks at the can. Like I get it, but 
I just, I, I was down on the pens coming into this season. Tristan Jari, unproven in the playoffs. I don't like that blue line, even though it's played really well this season. I just, my hope is that the pens take it in seven, because you want every series to go seven, uh, unless it's your, your team. But I, I think the Islanders take it in six. I really do. Barry Trotz, man. He's a son of a beasting. Son of a beasting. Yeah. That mother trucker, he is just such a son of a beasting. Son of a biscuit. All right. Jeez, I'm good at keeping it clean, eh? Um, where are we? I use um a lot, don't I? Um... Carolina and Nashville. By the way, my season prognostications, the only division winner I had wrong was Washington, who had the same amount of points as Pittsburgh lost on a tiebreaker. Oh, and by the way, it cost me money. But knock on wood that Adam Fox wins the Norris, and I won't have to worry about that. Um, <laughs> um, mother trucker anyway, I just say um so much i'm such a piece of shot like i just oh cheese and rice cheese and rice carolina nashville i think nashville's gonna give them a series keep in mind and (laughs) the analytics crowd will hate me for saying this and the hockey purists will love me for saying this nashville's gonna beat them up and Carolina is unproven. It's not that they can't play that way, but they're, a little, they're still unproven playing that way. Nashville's going to play heavy, heavy, heavy hockey. I still got Carolina to win in six, but I think this is going to be much more of a series than people are giving it credit for right now. Let me take time out here to point out How embarrassing listening to analysts talk about what happened in the divisions is this season. If you listen to any analyst in the last month and a half, two months, it's like the fact that these teams aren't playing anyone else in the league Like, the whole concept of divisions going into the season being terrible went out the window. Except for some reason, the North, which was the only division with only one shoddy team in it, the North somehow got labeled as as the shoddiest division in hockey. Huh? Huh? No. No. The Central is bad, and one other one is worse. And would people freaking remember that when they're gauging these teams? Because it takes me to Florida v. Tampa, and it's going to be a great series. I really believe that. It is, this is going to be a great series. But I'm hearing people now like, oh, 
Florida is going to give them a heck of a test. They might, and I'm hoping that that series goes seven, and it's an awesome rivalry, and because that's something that would just drastically help the game in that part of North America. A Tampa-Florida rivalry would be amazing for the league. Tampa is winning that series. Like, don't get me wrong. Florida can win the series. But what I'm saying is, like, if you're picking the Florida Panthers to win that series, you're just hoping for them to win that series. You're not, it's not actually your opinion. You're just pulling for the Florida Panthers. It's like people who were picking against the Leafs to win the North this season. And I said that at the time. People who were picking against the Leafs didn't actually think the Leafs weren't going to win the division. They just don't like the Leafs, so they picked against them. No. No. If you're going to give opinions on hockey on any kind of platform, pick with your head, not your heart. All right? Like, Tampa Bay gets back Stamkos and Kucherov. Kucherov has been practicing probably since the second week of the season. I said it at the time. The guy has a bruise on his hip. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Amazing that he's still alive. I can't believe he's recovered from such a drastic injury. But I laughed when people at the time said, do you actually think Tampa would put their leading score on IR for the season just to save cap dollars? Yes. 100%. You know why? Because they're the Tampa Bay Lightning. They played in a shoddy division and they didn't need him. So any ailment they could claim that could, they could put him on IR for, they took it. Get him rest. Get him healthy. Back for the playoffs. It is cap circumvention at its finest. Who are you non-intelligent people? I don't want to call them morons because, you know, I got a company to worry about now. Or, you know, employers to worry about now. How... Can these non-intelligent people not see that? I say Tampa and seven because I do think the plucky underdog, I I don't think Tampa will take them seriously from the start. I could be wrong. But I could see Tampa kind of taking them lightly for the first four games or so, and then it turns into to a knockdown dragout. Panthers get some confidence, and you know it becomes it becomes a heck of a series. Tampa ultimately takes it in seven. Now, I just said don't pick with your head, not your heart. That's kind of me picking with my heart. I won't lie. But I, I kind of called it on Tampa right from the start of the season. Uh, that's why I picked Carolina to win the division when everybody was picking Tampa. They don't care about the regular season. Guess what? They didn't care about the regular season. Cheese and rice, people. Figure it out. All right. I can't use my one sound drop anymore. You're fudging done, bad. Can I alter it? You're fudging done, bad. 
Oh, creep catchers. I've missed those videos. Uh, where am I? Oh, yeah, the Central. Nope, sorry, the West. The West. We get to the worst division in hockey this season by a fudging mile. It was the worst division in hockey this season. Terrible. 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 I can't remember whose dad that was growing up that would say that about the refs. Oh, cheese and rice, was it funny? Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> that was the West this season. Mother trucker, it was bad. Colorado, St. Louis. This is going to be a tighter series than anyone's thinking. Again, I don't buy that St. Louis gave a beaver dam. Is that right? About the season. I wouldn't have if I was them. They played in the pathetic West Division. Why would you care? Why would you be worried about getting wins? You're going to play. You're playing in that division. You already know. We're playing Colorado or we're playing Vegas. Who would we rather? Pick a hand. Pick a hand. You're getting smacked by either one. Pick a hand. But the Blues won't get smacked in terms of they're going to get bounced easily. But, you know, it's going to be a tough series no matter what. So what do you care about the regular season? I think the Blues take them to the limit. I, I mean, it feels like I'm picking a lot of series to go deep here, but I just feel like there's teams out there who conserve their energy this season because they knew it was going to be a grind. So why not just make sure you're ready for the playoffs? Tampa Bay, St. Louis, uh, Montreal. <laughs> Cheese and rice, I'm funny. St. Louis, I think, is, yeah, I'll say seven. I'll say seven. And it, again, it feels like I'm picking all these series to go deep, and maybe I'm just hopeful on it. Again, I just went on this rant about these mother truckers who don't pick with their heads, instead their hearts, and ay ay Supathen, get it together, man. It's going to be a great series, I think. I think, I don't know, I just don't buy that St. Louis is that bad. Conversely in the West, I don't buy that Minnesota is anything good. Every game for them this season was the cup final. I heard Jack Michaels, bless him. I heard Jack say yesterday, was he, yeah, yesterday, that Minnesota, they're not actually frauds. They came back in a lot of those games against the California teams. Jack, that's not a positive. <laughs> the fact that they were down to those just horrendous teams. Awful. Cheese and rice were they awful. And they were losing to them and they managed to come back. Ah, that shows that they're good. No! No! That makes it worse. <laughs> Proving that they're good would be beating them 8-1 every night. <laughs> Not coming back to get them 3-2 in overtime. 
Oh. And I know Vegas had problems with them all year. You know why Vegas had problems with them all year? Because Vegas probably didn't care. And Minnesota, it was just the biggest game ever. Vegas in five. I just... It, it could be, it could be just like, I could make an argument for being just like Tampa, Florida. I, I could, but I just think Vegas has got a second and probably a third gear. Minnesota doesn't have a second gear. Who is anyone kidding? No, no. It, Vegas is going to steamroll them in my opinion. I know at Talbot can make it a series. But here's another thing to consider. Vegas is big and they're, they got a veteran team. They're going to get away with, can I say murder on a podcast where I'm trying to keep it clean? They're going to get away with criminal activities. They'll get away with criminal activities all over the place. No, it... This is the one series that I feel confident in saying Vegas is going to steamroll them. Well, I don't feel confident saying Vegas is going to steamroll every series, but they're going to steamroll the wild in this series. Okay. The North. We are here. First up, your Toronto Maple Leafs. Versus the Montreal Canadiens. If there's any series where it's like, are you kidding me? We don't have fans. It's this one. It's this one. All due respect to everyone else out there. This series really needs fans. I got Toronto in seven. Maybe overtime. Got a lot of Leafs fans that are friends of mine. Won't like me saying that. Let me tell you something right now, Leafs fans. I could easily make an argument for it going for. Could. I, I could. Feels like I'm getting a little bit of cold. Anyway. Oh. Excuse me. I don't have a cough button. I think Montreal's going to get away with everything in this series. I do. I've watched Montreal play, obviously, a lot this season. That team has the mentality, which, frankly, every team should have, of the refs can't call everything. So let's do anything we have to, because they're not going to call everything. So they do everything. It's not because of Carey Price. I don't even think, like, do we even know right now if Carey Price can be back for the series? It's not because of that. It's it's a it's a little because of the because of how heavy they are, but mainly it's oh excuse me again. Mainly it's just that you know Montreal's going to get away with everything. They're going to look to punish the ha- or the Leafs for seven games, and I think it'll take its toll. But more so, I think it'll. They'll win games, not because they're wearing Toronto down necessarily, because I don't think you see that till later in the playoffs. But 
I just think it's a lot to overcome. As an Oilers fan, I'm ecstatic the Oilers avoided Montreal. And I know the the first thing I'm going to hear is, well, you were down. You didn't even have the Habs to make the playoffs. You were so down on them. Yeah, yeah, I was. And I still think Mark Bergevin is a horrible GM. I don't know if he's the worst in the league or anything like that. But I still look at that Montreal situation a year ago and think, oh, man, what could have been with that organization and that man, instead of trying to rebuild it properly when given the opportunity, he instead put them in a position where they're now going to be in mediocrity for the next, what, three to five years, and then they're going to have to rebuild after that. They're not going to be a cup contender, in my opinion. And yeah, this is their chance. I will say, I do think Montreal has a chance to come out of the North because of how heavy they're going to play and because of what they're going to get away with. And before a Montreal fan hears that and says, oh, you know, cheese and rice, you mother trucker, fudge you, you know, that's what they'd say, obviously. That's what everyone says. But before they could say that, it's like it's not me trying to rip on your team. It's just kind of like that's how it is. It, frankly, that's that the whole challenge the refs to call everything. Most teams should play like that. All teams should probably play like that because it is you're you're manipulating the system. Like that's that's how a lot of teams are successful in sports, especially teams that don't have superstars. But I do think I. I just think now is the time for Toronto to make a move. There, you talk about desperation. I think that team's going to be desperate. Oh my god, my nose is plugged. Yes, I'm blowing it into a Kleenex and not into the sink. Not doing the farmer blow. Don't worry. <laughs> I should be actually, but I'm not. Um. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a phenomenal series. I think it's laughable to the same people who were in love with the Habs at the start of the season, falling head over heels for them, raving about them at every turn. Now they're the same people who want to go, oh, they're terrible. They're nothing. Leafs in a three-game sweep. Cheese and rice, this won't be close. No, this will be a series. I really believe this will be a series. Maybe Toronto takes the first two games rather easily. Montreal starts wearing them down a little bit. And then it gets competitive. Um, Another thing I got to keep in mind, though, I don't trust Jake Allen in a big spot. So that's, that's a pretty big deal. I guess we'll see if Price is back. Price isn't what he was. I've said this now for a long time. I'm glad that finally we're seeing some people in the media catch up. But, yeah, I, I do think he can turn back the clock for three games. You know, we've seen him do it in the bubble last year. He turned back the clock for a few games against Pittsburgh, and they won. That's all it took. Also, that Pittsburgh team wasn't that good. It was one of the worst teams in the second half of the season last year, in terms of the teams that were in the bubble. I think the Islanders were the worst. 
Here we go. Stuff, nose and all. Here we go. Oilers, Jets. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. No, but seriously, believe it or not, George is in at home. Seriously, though, believe it or not, I got the Oilers in six. You heard me right. You heard me right. The guy who's always negative on the Oilers. I got the Oilers in six, baby. Mainly because something feels rotten with the Jets. This, this, and this is how much I, I'm never out of it with the NHL, but being up on certain stats I am lately, it feels like the Jets have basically fallen apart since the trade deadline. And I wonder if some of that isn't bitterness towards management for not addressing the blue line. Now, some of that was no Adam Lowry for a while. Some of that's been no Nick Ehlers. But that blue line, I, I took a flyer. I think I put five bucks on the Jets to win the cup this season because I looked at it and I said... Well, if they get some defensemen and Chevy's got the pieces to do it, they're going to be one of the most complete teams in the league. And he didn't do it. Now, I know Ekholm looked like a distinct possibility, and then Nashville got back in the hunt, and he got pulled off the market. So, I mean, you know, I get it. But, man, Chevy, like, step up, man. Step up. I'm not usually the guy that says that, but there are times where a GM needs to move. This Jets team is ready, or was ready. And they're just a... The Oilers are just a bad matchup for them. Shifley is not good in his own zone. Pierre-Luc Dubois, I'm still... (laughs) I told you that trade was going to be in favor of the Jets, but... Pierre-Luc Dubois has not been good for the Jets. And I don't expect him to be in the playoffs. I don't expect him to flip the switch in the playoffs. He could. He could. Playing heavier hockey is way more his style. And the Jets, even though the Jets got a big team, they don't, they don't really play heavy hockey. They trade chances with you. They're not well coached. The myth in the media has always been Paul Maurice, great coach. Nope. Paul Maurice, great interview that the media loves talking to. That's the truth on Paul Maurice. Paul Maurice is Winnipeg's answer to Todd McClellan. You listen to the media, Todd McClellan, one of the best coaches in the NHL. What a great coach. Nope. Nope. But they love talking to Todd McClellan. Todd McClellan, what's he done? The answer, nothing. But if you listen, Rob Blake, five years, 25 million for Todd McClellan. Based on what? I had him in San Jose. Great guy. Okay. okay. Like, I I get it. You need to work with people for sure. But a guy's not a great coach because he's a good guy. Mark Spector. Cheese and rice anyway. 
I think the Oilers are better coached. I think the Oilers, assuming we see the Mike Smith from the regular season, the Oilers match the Jets in goal. Holy heaven, I never thought I'd say that. Never thought I'd say that four months ago. I guess then I never, you know, anyway, contradictory. Um, The Oilers are a matchup nightmare at the one-two spot down the middle. I assume if... Here's the thing about the Jets, too. Paul Maurice has continuously tried to put the Shifley line against the McDavid line this season. Why is Adam Lowry not glued to Connor McDavid in every game? And I don't want to see that as an Oilers fan, but as an observer, it's like, okay, yeah, that's who you want. Or at least against Dreisaitl's line. Like, if I'm Paul Maurice, I match Lowry against McDavid, and I match Dubois against Dreisaitl, and then I say, here, Ryan McLeod, have fun with the Shifley line. Assuming that they'll see Ryan McLeod. I don't know. The regular season's still not over on the same day the playoffs begin. <sighs> That's another topic for another day. Anyway, I, the Oilers got the better blue line by a mile. As amazed as I am to say that as well. Um, yeah. I, I just, I personally... I don't see how the Jets are going to win this, given what we've seen. Now, keep in mind, that's with the caveat of if Paul Maurice got his head out of his rear end, then then, then the Jets would have a chance. Because if I'm Paul Maurice and I get my head out of my rear end... Then the Jets play the same way the Habs do, and they probably win the series in seven. But Paul Maurice has had, what, 25 years or more to get his head out of his rear end, and he never has. So, But great guy. Great, great guy. Remember when he took that awful Canes team at the worst at the, when the Eastern Conference was at its absolute worst and he took them to the Stanley Cup final that one time where they got boat raced by the Red Wings. Woo! Great guy. Great guy. Such a great guy. Remember that one time the Jets went to the conference finals because they had like just 10 times the talent of any other team in the league? What a coaching job by Paul Maurice. Great guy. What a great guy. Have we mentioned what a great guy Paul Maurice is? Great guy. Great guy. Cheese and rice. Figure it out. You stupid mother truckers. Oilers and six. So that leaves me with Oilers and Leafs. I gotta go through the rest of this real quick. Oilers, well, let's yeah, let's go back. Let's go to the east. So what do I got? Bruins and Islanders. I take the Bruins. And I'm doing this on the fly. I actually haven't thought this through. So I'll take the Bruins over the Islanders in the second round. I will take I will take the Lightning over the Canes. And and actually I think that would be a quick series cuz I just think Tampa's all wrong for Carolina. Cuz they got they match their skill if not exceed it and they're more proven in the playoffs 
and they're probably a little heavier too. And they've got way better goaltending than Carolina. Like, it's just terrible, terrible matchup. Terrible, terrible matchup for Carolina. So I got Boston, Tampa in the final, or in the, in the final four. I forget that there's no conferences this year. In the West, even though, even though I think Colorado is going to be taken to the limit against St. Louis, I think Colorado will get through Vegas. I, I've never, if you've listened to this, you, you know I'm not a Vegas believer. Too thin down the middle. Um, one of my preseason predictions was that Peyton Krebs would emerge as their second line center. It hasn't happened yet, but it will. I, like, I'm still standing by that. Like In the playoffs, I think we could see that. So I shouldn't say it will, but I think it could. Um, and then, unfortunately, Oilers fans, my goodwill for the team or my nice things to say about the team runs out. I think the Leafs get them in six. I think the Oilers can win that series, though. Like, I know what happened in the regular season, and I do feel like the Leafs are all wrong. But just with how Mike Smith is playing, that, gives, that could give the Oilers a legitimate chance. And they, and they can play heavier hockey. Well, maybe not now with that lineup the Leafs got. I think it's much closer, though, than people would say based on the regular season. But I think the Leafs win in six. So, we got Colorado, Toronto, Boston, and Tampa. I'm not even sure the order. Colorado's one. Colorado is one. Isn't this fun? This part of the show where I don't know information and i got to look it up. Isn't this fun to do? Let me see. Let me see. Let's go overall. And we have Colorado first. Toronto's second in that scenario. Tampa's third. Boston's fourth. So Colorado and Boston? Geez, that's fun. That's fun. There's only one team from the West in the Final Four. Like, from the Western Conference. That is, jeez, cheese and rice. Um, Colorado, Boston, that's interesting. I've never given that thought. I still got to go Colorado, Tampa in the final. Sorry, I do. And then Tampa's, I've had that all season, and I've had Tampa to repeat all season. I don't see a need to change it. Um, what did I say, 20 minutes? 44 minutes. Well, considering that most of the time I, I say a time and I go three times the amount, I would say only going a little over double this time. Pretty good. 45 minutes? Okay, you can take that. That's a listenable podcast. Try and get this out as quickly as I can. I'm Tyler Campbell. This is Soups on Hockey. Thanks for listening. Cheese and rice. We'll see you next time.